ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وسلم تسليما مزيدا اما بعد so we continue bismillah ta'ala with uh, the 40 hadith the 40 hadith of uh, an imam an, of a nawawi rahimullah with the shuruh and the explanations of uh, some of the ulama such as Sheikh Abdul Rahman Al-Sa'di and Sheikh uh, Ibn Uthaymin rahimullah ta'ala and Sheikh Saleh Fawzan Hafidhuhullahu Ta'ala and likewise from the uh, uh, earlier scholars such as Al-Imam uh, uh, Ibn Rajab Rahimullahu Ta'ala I believe we've reached the fourth uh, or the third hadith in this uh, compilation of narrations on Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam dealing with various topics the hadith al-thalith Qala al-Nawi Rahimullahu Ta'ala and Abdullah ibn Umar radiyallahu anhuma qala qala rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallama bunya al-islamu ala khamsin shahadati an la ilaha illallah wa anna muhammadan rasulullah wa iqami salat wa itai zakat wal hajji wa sawmi ramadhan rawal bukhari wa muslim this hadith on Abdullah ibn Umar, who is from the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and is from the ulama of the Sahaba, from those who narrated a lot of narrations on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He's a Sahabi ibn Sahabi, a companion who is. Uh, who is a companion, a companion who is the son of a companion, yani Umar ibn Khattab radiyallahu an. And he was close to the, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and was from those who stuck uh, firmly to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Bunya al-Islamu ala khams. And that is that Islam is built upon five things and then he mentions shahada and la ilaha illallah shahadati and la ilaha illallah and the first pillar is that the the testification that there's none that deserves to be worshipped in reality except allah wa anna muhammadan rasulullah and that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the messenger of allah wa iqami salah and the second is establishing uh, the salah and giving zakat, charity, obligatory charity, wal hajj, and doing hajj, performing hajj, man sabila, those who have the ability to do hajj, wasomi Ramadan, and fasting in the month of Ramadan. This hadith, benefits regarding this hadith, we'll mention them in some points, in Ilai Ta'ala. And Nuqtatul Ula, the first point, and this hadith is like the hadith that was before it 
يعني the hadith of Umar ibn Khattab, the hadith of Jibreel في بيان الإسلامي أركان الإسلام and in that hadith, the second narration that we studied a few weeks ago in it is the explanation of the pillars of Al-Islam the only difference is that in this hadith فيه زيادة there's an additional benefit in this hadith of Abdullah ibn Umar رضي الله عنهما and that is the statement of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam بُنِيَ الْإِسْلَامُ عَلَى خَمْسٍ that Islam is built uh, upon five. And in the, as for the hadith of uh, Umar ibn Khattab, he said, أَخْبِرْنِي يعني جِبْرِيس الْأَخْبِرْنِي أَنِ الْإِسْلَامِ قَالَ الْإِسْلَامِ أَنْ تَشْهَدْ أَنْ لَا إِلَهِ لَلَّهِ الْآخِرِ حَدِيثِ But in the previous hadith, hadith of Umar ibn Khattab, he said, tell me about Islam. And then in that he brought the four pillars. So the difference is that in the first, first hadith, he, was in, he informed about Islam and mentioned the five pillars as, uh, as uh, Barakallahu Fikum, an example of that. And in this hadith of um, Abdullah ibn Umar, radiyallahu an, he said, Buniya, Islam is built. Naam. So that which may be understood from the hadith of Umar ibn Khattab is that Islam is only five affairs. Yani shahada, salah, zakah, hajj and siyam. But in this hadith of Abdullah ibn Umar, it explains that which is intended. And that is that in the mabunya islamu alayha. Fahiya mabaniyat wa arkanu. And that is that Islam is built upon five things and everything else comes under it. So it's not limiting it to. Uh, uh, limiting it to uh, the five pillars, but rather these are the foundations. Bunya al Islam ala hadhi arkan. Islam is built upon these five pillars. Naam. So therefore, in it, al Islam, the, 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 the affairs of al Islam is many. It's not just limited to these five. Well, saliha kulluha min al Islam. الواجبات والمستحبات وكل الطاعات وترك المعاصي كل ذلك هو الإسلام. Islam incorporates all good deeds, the obligatory deeds, the deeds that are preferred, and leaving the معاصي, leaving the sins. And likewise, in the hadith, the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول في حديث آخر. المسلم من سلم المسلمون من لسانه ويده. That the Muslim is the one who the Muslims are safe from their tongue and their hand. So therefore, in this hadith, which is again in Bukhari Muslim, the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam عدا كفل عذا من الإسلام. That refraining from harming the Muslim is from Islam. So Islam is vast, ya ibad Allah. And in this hadith of Abdullah ibn Umar radiyallahu anhu expresses that حيث قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بني الإسلام على خمسين. That Islam is built upon five. So it is the foundations, and with it comes other affairs that are from Islam. Now. The second point we're going to mention, now, نقطة ثانية, قوله صلى الله عليه وسلم, شهادة أن لا إله إلا الله. The first pillar, 
and the main pillar is that there's none that deserves to be worshipped except Allah. That's the first part of that first pillar. And the second part of that first pillar is Anna Muhammad Rasulullah and that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is the Messenger of Allah. Regarding the Shahada that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is the Messenger of Allah, this would be point number four. But let's finish point number three. And that is the Shahada and La ilaha illallah. And that is the testification that there's none that deserves to be worshipped except Allah. And the meaning of this is Al-Itiqadu wal and that is that in this testification, the general concise meaning of this shahada and la ilaha illallah is the belief and the certainty with the tongue and with the tongue and professing with the tongue that there's none that deserves to be worshipped except Allah, in reality except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now wa anna ibada ma siwa and worshiping and worship for other than him or to other than him subhanahu wa ta'ala batilun wa shirk and it is associated in partners with Allah and is invalid and is false even though there are others that are called gods but they are false gods false deities like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala يقول ذلك بأن الله هو الحق وأن ما يدعون من دونه هو الباطل وأن الله هو العلي الكبير where he says subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah hajj and that is because Allah he is the haq and he's the one that deserves to be worshipped alone without any partners and that which they worship other than him subhanahu wa ta'ala huwa al-batil is false so therefore there are aliha deities worshipped other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but they are false they are false so it's a, it's a must that in this shahada there's itiqad bil qalb that one has this belief of this shahada in their hearts and professing this with their tongues and fulfilling and doing the uh, actions of the limbs that is necessitates this ibadah because the ibadah for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the ibadah is for Allah alone subhanahu wa ta'ala na'am the fourth point to anna muhammad rasulullah and that is because the shahada saying that there's none that deserves to be worshipped in reality except allah this is not sufficient but rather the second part of this shahada needs to be fulfilled and that is that there's that muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is rasulullah is rasulullah he's the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and that is that we have to have the itiqad bi risalati muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam we have to have the belief that Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam was sent a message, and he's, he was khatim in Nabiyin, and he's the seal uh, of the prophets. As he said sallallahu alaihi wasallam in a hadith, and there is no prophet after me. 
Because you see the Yahud, Yashhaduna and La ilaha illallah. They claim to testify that there is none that deserve to be worshipped other than Allah. That is the Yahud. وَلَكِنْ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ بِرِسَالَةِ مُحَمَّدٍ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ But they don't believe in the messengership of Muhammad and likewise the Christians. Now, but the one who testifies that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah, he is... Uh, he has to have belief in this in, the, in his heart and he professes it in his tongue and that is that the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam the itiqad that the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam is a is, is mursal sent by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala birisala with a messenger with a message that is al-haq that is the truth sallallahu alaihi wasallam and a legislation that is obligatory for all to follow that legislation of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam now as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said ma'ta'ar rasul faqad ta'allah whoever obeys the messenger has obeyed allah wa ma yantiqu 'anil hawa in huwa illa wahyuha he doesn't speak from his desires but rather it is a revelation revealed to him revealed to him sallallahu alaihi wasallam so it's important that we combine the shahada that there's none that deserves to be worshipped illallah except allah with the shahada anna muhammadar rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and this is the best sifa that we can give and the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he's the messenger of allah and he's abdullah wa rasuluhu sallallahu alaihi wa ala alihi wa sallam na'am point number five <clears throat> uh point number four actually i believe point number four uh in this uh, uh from this hadith is uh, the statement of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Iqami Salah to establish the prayer Inna salata kanat ala al-mu'minina kitaban mawquta As Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said regarding the prayer that verily the prayer is prescribed upon the believers at a legislated time This is an amazing pillar the pillar of uh, the, the third pillar and that is uh, a, the second pillar sorry and that is a salah and that is a salah and that is that we have to establish wajibatiha we have to establish the obligatory aspects of this uh, salah wa shurutiha and we have to establish and fulfill the conditions of this salah ma ikhlasiha lillahi azza wa jal and making it sincere and pure for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Naam, and this is Iqamu Salah. This al-maqsood wujudu salah. It's not that which is intended here is just to say you pray, but rather is to establish the prayer. Innam al-maqsoodu an tuqamu ala haqiqatiha. And that is that the prayer has to be established in its essence. In the essence in that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated, as we mentioned. So the individual has to have this iman that is obligatory, number one, and the individual has to fulfill its obligations and its shurut conditions from the rukur, from the sujood, from the uh, tumanina, and from being uh, calm and tranquil 
and praying in, in the right time, all of these affairs need to be established in order for the individual to yuqimu salah and likewise to establish the jama'ah and likewise to establish the jama'ah. As Sheikh Saleh Fawzan, Hafidhullah Ta'ala, he says, أَمَّا مَنْ تَرَكَ الْجَمَعَةَ لِغَيْرِ عُذْرٍ أَوْ أَخْرَ الصَّلَاةَ عَنْ وَقْتِهَا لِغَيْرِ عُذْرٍ فَإِنَّهُ يَكُونُ مُضَيِّعًا لِلصَّلَاةَ The individual that doesn't establish the prayer in a jama'ah in congregation and he delays the salah until he, the time has passed without an excuse, then verily he has wasted his salah. He hasn't left it, but he's wasted it. Um, and that is like the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that which those who came uh, after them, they wasted their salah. And that is that they delayed the salah until the time had, uh, had gone or close to the end of time. They wasted the salah. They're reducing the reward in their salah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in Surah Ma'un, and woe be to the musalleen. Allah has established that they pray. Who are negligent as it relates to their prayer. Who are lazy as it relates to their prayer. But still they've established their, they, they have not left the prayer. But they have wasted it yani, as it relates to uh, the reward and the fruits of the salah. And salatihim sahun. Naam. Was sahu and sahun are those who are lazy to the, regarding their salah. Uh, and that is leaving the salah without any excuse. Without any excuse. Brothers that, and sisters... That must that which might be uh, uh, in your minds is: Do we consider the person who leaves the salah to be kafir or not? This is an affair which the ulama have had many uh, dis discussions regarding, and it's ikhtilaf. We have some of the ulama that say that the person who leaves the salah that he is a kafir, that he is a kafir. Naam. And the second opinion is that they say that he is not a kafir, the one who leaves it to hawunan, because due to laziness, he's not a kafir, but <clears throat> rather he is a sinner. And then we have uh, an opinion, a third opinion, which is the opinion of the likes of Ibn Thaymeen, and that is that if he has not made a sajda, he has not made sujood ever in his life then he is a kafir but he has made sajda he prays sometimes and maybe he's lazy other times then he has not taken him out of the fold of islam and the likes of sheikh saleh fawzan he says even if you miss a salah intentionally that you, that you leave the fold of islam so the ulama have many opinions regarding this and i've mentioned just four but that which uh, I believe that we should reflect on is the statement of Sheikh Al-Alama Muhammad Amana Jami Rahimullah Ta'ala where he said regarding this affair he goes Ayu aqilin so which individual with intellect will want the Iman mas'alatun mukhtalifatun fiha who would like the Iman to be an issue in which the scholars have differed which intellectual person with sense would like their the iman 
to be in that position where some of the ulama of the sunnah hold you to be kafir and some other of, other of the ulama hold you to be a sinner who with intellect would like to be in that position so the fact that the ulama differed in this and the narrations pertaining to leaving the salah and so forth should be sufficient for one to not even think about whether it takes the individual out of the fold of Islam, but rather it makes the individual scared to fall into that situation where the ulama differed as it relates to your iman and the validity of your iman. And nuqtatul khamis, the fifth point that we're going to take from this hadith, wa itai zakat. And this is giving charity. Zakat qarinatun lis salah. And that is that zakat is frequently mentioned with salah. Qarina is close to salah, as is mentioned in this hadith. Aqimu salah, itai zakat. Many verses in the Quran that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning a zakat with a salah. Wa hiya haqqun wajibun. It's obligatory. Fi amwalil aghniya lil fuqara. From the wealth of the rich and to be given to the fuqara to the poor as is mentioned in the hadith of Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhuma haythu ba'atha al-nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallama mu'adhan ila Yemen where the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallama he sent mu'adh to Yemen and from that he says regard to wa'itai zakat given the zakat tu'qad min aghniyaihim and that is, is taken from the rich, from amongst you, amongst them, the people, and given to the poor. And this is uh, from the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it is obligatory to uh, give this charity. And the individual, he gives his charity and his zakat to the sa'il the one that asks and the mahroom and the one who is shy to ask but they are both in need and this is the hikmah for zakat that we give it to the fuqara so they are not in need to ask so they don't need to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it from the pillars of Islam and that which branches from it now after this we go to point number six Sawm Ramadan. Sawm Ramadan. And that is to establish a siyam. And that is a fasting in the month of Ramadan from the pillars of Islam. Qala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَمَنْ شَهِدَ مِنْكُمُ الشَّهْرَ فَلْيَسُمْ And whoever witnesses from you the month, yani from the crescent, then let him fast. يَا هِيُّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الصِّيَامِ كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ O you who believe, fasting has been prescribed for you. Allah's linked and connected iman to fasting. O you who believe, O you who truly have iman, fasting has been prescribed for you as it has been prescribed to those before you in order for you to attain taqwa. In order for you to attain taqwa. So, so whoever from of you witnesses the month, the end of the month of Ramadan, then let him fast. Then let him fast and that is the person who is held well and he's not traveling and he doesn't have an excuse that is obligatory for him to fast 
as for the musafir, as for the one that is traveling or the one that is sick, it is permissible for them to break the fast. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yaqul, وَمَنْ كَانَ مَرِيضًا أَوْ عَلَى سَفَرٍ فَعِدَّةٌ مِنْ أَيَّامٍ أُخَرٍ And whoever from amongst you is sick or traveling, then make it, um, make it up مِنْ أَيَّامٍ أُخَرٍ at a later date. Naam. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from his mercy has made this barakallahu feekum uh, leeway for the ones that do not have the ability to fast in the month of Ramadan. Point number seven, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, وَالْحَجْ And he baited اللَّهِ الْحَرَامِ in another narration and, and making hajj in to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَهُوَ الرَّكُنَ الْخَامِسِ مِنْ أَرْكَانِ الْإِسْلَامِ مِنْ أَرْكَانِ الْإِسْلَامِ This is the fifth pillar from the pillars of Islam. وَهُوَ لَا يَجِبُ عَلَى الْمُسْلِمِينَ أو عَلَى الْمُسْلِمِينَ إِلَّا مَرَّةً وَاحِدًا فِي الْعُمَرِ فِي الْعُمْرِهِ And that is that, في عمره And that is that, barakallahu feekum The hajj is obligatory only once upon an individual in his lifetime And of course the individual can make many hajj Perform hajj many times But that which is obligatory is once with the one who has the ability to do this as is mentioned previously in the hadith of Umar ibn Khattab radiyallahu an al-hajj the one who has the ability the one who has the qudra sihiya wa qudra badaniya wa qudra maliya the one that has the ability regarding his health and has the ability regarding his uh, physical capability, and he has the ability regarding his wealth, and he has reached puberty, then it is obligatory upon him or her to do hajj. And the additional affair here for the woman is that if she has a mahram, if she does not have a mahram to do hajj, then it is not obligatory upon her. But if she has a mahram, she has a protector from her family that who's from considered from her, her wali, a mahram, whether it's her father or a husband or a brother or an uncle or a son who's of age of puberty, then it is obligatory if they are available to take her and she has the wealth, health and ability, physical ability, then it is obligatory upon her to do hajj. And the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did hajj once. Now... The eighth benefit that we're going to mention from this amazing hadith. And in this hadith we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has combined that from the pillars of uh, Islam are the ibadat al-qawliyyah, ibadat al-badaniyyah, ibadat al-maliyyah, wa ibadat al-maliyyah badaniyyah. And that is that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in this hadith is five pillars as mentioned. The worship of the tongue and that is a testification that there's none that deserves to be worshipped in reality except Allah. And that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is the Messenger of Allah. And the ibadat al-badaniyyah, the worship pertaining to uh, the limbs. And that is the affair of a salah, prayer. And likewise, uh, the ibadat 
الماليه بدنيه از اوسو صيام بدنيه از اوسو صيام اند ذات از ليفين فود ليفين ديزايرز ليفين ريليشنز فور الله سبحانه وتعالى نعم ترك از ميسنجر صلى الله عليه وسلم هي منشند ترك طعامه وشرابه وشرابه من اجله وشهواته من اجله that he left his food his drink and his desires for him Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or qamaqala na'am so therefore this is from the ibadat al-badaniya as-siyam and from the ibadat al-maliya and from those worships pertaining to the wealth and that is the zakat and that is the zakat and giving charity na'am and likewise the ibadat al-maliya badaniya and that is the worship that co- incorporates both the worship regarding in exalting uh, uh, effort from one's limbs and uh, the worship pertaining to one's wealth combined and that is al-hajj in the al-hajj we have to do the rites of al-hajj tawaf sa'i and likewise staying in in uh, in, uh, in minal muzdalafa and and yawm arafa and wuquf and standing in Arafah, these are from the Ibadat al-Badaniya. And also the Maliya uh, is from is incorporating this, and that is the traveling and the gathering, spending of one's wealth for the flight or for the, the journey to go to Mecca and perform this amazing Ibadah of Al-Hajj. This is Maliya, and likewise the sacrificing of the Dabiha. And that is Maliyah. So Hajj is Ibadah, Al-Ibadah, Maliyah, Badaniyah. As-Salah is Ibadah, Badaniyah. And Al-Zakah is Ibadah, Maliyah. And As-Siyam is Ibadah, Maliyah, uh, Badaniyah. So in this hadith, all of the different categories of worship are established as the pillars of Al-Islam. Now, it's an amazing hadith here, Ikhwati Al-Kiram. And it fully emphasizes the statement of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam laqad utitu jawami al-kalam jawami al-kalam and that he said sallallahu alaihi wasallam in hadith sahih that he sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that verily i have been given the ability to mention short statements with deep and immense meanings and from that is this hadith of uh, abdullah abdullah ibn umar الخطاب رضي الله عن بنيا قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بنيا إسلامي على الخمس that Islam is built upon five pillars شهادة أن لا إله إلا الله وأن محمد رسول الله وإقام الصلاة وإيتاء الزكاة وصوم رمضان وحجل وحجل بيت وصوم رمضان في الرواية نعم حديث of the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم short brief concise statement with immense meaning that really and truly many volumes can be written to explain this hadith of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam but we suffice with a nubda with a short insight regarding this hadith for half an hour wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala nabina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen hayakumullah